I like in Ukraine um, a simple um, life, I think, because our people are very democracy and uh, a very free people. We uh, really can uh, say our mind about um, our life in Ukraine, about our government. Uh, so um, Ukrainian people are very smart. And um, I understand that uh, if uh, Ukrainian people will have a big chance to um, take uh, heart of uh, all world, I think that uh, all world uh, really be happy to uh, be uh, near Ukrainian people. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work, and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital, Kiev, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I could not return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19. So this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you. Thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranking number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine. Top 100 travel podcasts in Switzerland. Top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom. Top 60 in Norway. Top 30 in Italy. Top 30 in the Netherlands. Top 30 in Spain. Top 25 travel podcasts on Apple Russia, top 20 on Poland, and top 10 travel podcasts in South Korea. This is new and wonderful. So please keep supporting and follow the Instagram about this project at aziz.future. My guest today is Jana Ushpik. Jana is a 24 years old theater director, model, actress and master of public administration from the Kiev National Karpenko Kari University of Theater, Film and Television to the National University of Kiev Mohila Academy from, from modeling with Agencia to Ave to MP management in Milano to Wizard Models in Tokyo, Japan 
she started her theatrical career at the age of 14 as a theater actress, then managed to become a laureate in nominating for Best Supporting Actress role. Yana, how are you today? Uh, hi, uh, I'm very well, thank you. Me too, I am happy, excited, looking forward to this. And we're gonna play a lot because there is so much to speak about, so much to talk about. And let's begin with something really wonderful. This week- Okay, let's go. I know that this week you have been busy directing some theater pieces and doing all mm -hmm. kinds of things that you love. If you think now about a, a memory, whether in theater, in modeling, in traveling, in acting, a memory that you really like, that is meaningful to you, what could that first thing that comes to your mind be? And can you share it? Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I think it's a hard question for me uh, because um, every day uh, I'm in uh, this process uh, like a model, like a theater director, and my memory uh, just um, can be uh, about some people which uh, can be uh, cannot be now with me. Maybe first will be about my teacher, my uh, theater <laughs> teacher. Uh, he was died. Um, three years ago and uh, of course I think it's um, it's positive thing it's not a negative thing it's positive for me uh, when I have some uh, hard day if uh, or if I need uh, some uh, powerful uh, you know uh, tools in my life I think about this man and uh, I think it's uh, one of the best my memory in my life for now. Yes. Okay, okay, wonderful. You said when you need to feel stronger or be inspired, something like that. You think about that man, your theater professor or teacher. Well, what exactly about that person is most valuable, meaningful and important to you? Or what about what something they said, etc.? Um, firstly, he was a very uh, talented director. So uh, sometimes he not uh, say to you what you need to do or what you need to understand it. He just show you uh, how he did it. And uh, maybe just some words I cannot say to you now because um, it's just like a dialogue, uh, just like uh, emotions which I had from, uh, I don't know, from meet uh, with him. So maybe I can uh, say you that one uh, very important for me uh, think uh, from him. He uh, present me uh, him uh, book. Uh, and uh, he write to me, um, just, uh, I need to believe to myself. And maybe I think it will be a good uh, answer for you. Wow, this is very valuable. And if I might make sure that I understood correctly. So one of the things you really loved about him 
and you mentioned it in, uh, in a text before, that for you, all great directors should be good actors at least. So if I understood correctly, you like that he was talented, not just as a director, but he had the ability to be a good actor. So he will show the right acting he had on his mind to the actors who are in his play so that it's like showing another level of talent. Is this a correct uh, understanding? No, no, sorry. I mean that he showed me uh, like he worked with actors. So uh, I saw uh, their health with him and uh, not uh, see him play like actor, uh, but I saw uh, how he work, uh, worked with uh, him actors on the stage, like director. I understand. So now I have two things to ask, which is very important. One, do you feel often that you don't believe in yourself too much? And I know that might be like an apparent um, thing, like a question that is difficult to answer. But I remember I was reading a book about the reason why therapy works. And in one of the chapters, they say that all human beings, when they're still like learning and improving and discovering themselves, they have low confidence inside, but it's over time and with the experience that it will grow. So I don't know, because you said in the book, he wrote to you to believe in yourself. So that is one thing. The second, it seems to me that maybe you are someone who you like to learn from experience and then from observing people and that you look at people in order to learn how to do things and maybe you don't like as much to read theory or books but you like to see people who are talented working and learn from that is this correct so it's about believing in yourself is this something you have now and whether you prefer to learn from theory and books or more from observing talented people Okay, uh, first, um, I uh, believe to myself, but sometimes I need to um, uh, make uh, one step back and understand uh, if I have a good um, opportunities in my life or if I have uh, a good... Um, I don't know, uh, works uh, in my life, jobs in my life. Maybe uh, always I am think about people which I have uh, near with me. So um, I can say that sometimes I don't feel uh, like um, me like a superhero and <laughs> that I uh, can do all. So, but in uh, my life, I think uh, firstly that uh, I believe to myself because I choose very, uh, very hard way uh, to be a part of theater, to be a theater director. It's not possible if you don't believe to yourself. And uh, about the second question, 
I read a lot of books, really. And uh, if you ask me about uh, classic uh, books, I think that I read all from <laughs> which we know. So, um, but now uh, I have period when I need to be a lot uh, times with uh, different people. So I'm really understand that uh, I can speak only with uh, very talented people. I don't know uh, it's good or not, but maybe it's my answer for your question about that I choose uh, talented people and uh, easier for me to look at these people. This is wonderful. And I have now to ask another thing, because you said specifically you chose a hard way to be part of theater. And rather than asking you details about that, one of the things that Einstein used to write in his notes journal, which is a wonderful journal if some people can get, see a few pages, but one is that there is a difference between people. Some people believe life is difficult and hard, and other people believe life is easy and friendly and nice. You chose, you said, a hard way. So I have to ask, do you believe that life is hard and that when it's hard, that's how you become successful and achieve more things? Mm, I believe that life not a hard uh, I believe that life easy if uh, you wanna understand this life like easy life. Uh, so I feel uh, myself like a happy I don't know girl, uh, happy Yana, and uh, but I understand that uh, sometimes uh, I had. Uh, I have uh, some uh, hard steps to my dream. Uh, you know, uh, theater um, not always open for all people who want to be a part of this. And uh, of course, uh, a lot of uh, theater directors um, don't want to see a new figure in theater, which will be uh, more younger than uh, they, more interesting or, yes, um, it's not, I mean, that I, I think that I'm better than all people, no. I mean, just um, people sometimes do not uh, believe uh, for young uh, directors in Ukraine. And uh, it's because uh, hard for me. Uh, I need uh, every day um, say to these people, hello, I wanna work with you. I wanna work in your theater. Uh, I'm really, I don't need the money for this, <laughs> please. Just get me job. And uh, it's hard, I mean this. So uh, my life for me, um, not a hard because I have a family, I have best friends in my life. Uh, I really love my life, but some part of my life, uh, not easy for me. Thank you. And I don't think it's only Ukraine because scientists say that young scientists with new ideas only succeed 
after the old scientists die. So the only successful <laughs> young scientists are the ones who copy the old, so they like them. Or if they have new ideas, they have to struggle enter, until all the old scientists die. And then the new generation becomes the one who doesn't believe in the young scientists again. And it's this yes. circle of life. To ask you now about Tokyo, Japan. You said yeah. you love that. So specifically, how was it when you went from the culture of Ukraine to Tokyo, Japan? How different is the culture? And what is your most favorite thing about Japan as well as did you miss something about Ukraine when you were in Japan? If uh, you ask me which country I can choose for change, um, like um, for live, yes, uh, you understand me what I mean, sorry. Uh, if I want to change my country, yes, for another country. Uh, I will say you that it will be Tokyo. Uh, it's really different culture for Ukraine uh, and uh, people in Tokyo always uh, think about another uh, people uh, and uh, they um, always do for another people the best. In Ukraine, um, I don't think that it will be true to say that all people in Ukraine are very kind, uh, very kindly and uh, open for new uh, relationships, you know, for new friends. Sometimes you need to wait when Ukrainian uh, man or girl think about this and uh, okay say for you but in japan uh, people are very open for new people and um, i saw a japanese theater too and uh, i understand uh, that um, they like to show you uh, a lot of emotions on the stage but they um, don't use their emotions in uh, their real life. So if uh, some uh, man will, um, will be sad, he not to say this for you, you don't understand this, never. And uh, they really um, have a lot uh, of times on their works uh, they uh, don't think that need to rest. So it's for me was um, hard, a little bit, little bit hard. And uh, what I can say about Tokyo. Um, well, one second, it reminds me of a yeah, joke yeah. <laughs> that a foreigner went to Tokyo and he woke up at 8 a.m., and he found he was in the cemetery because they thought he died. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because <laughs> he, they work so hard. If you wake up at eight, they thought yeah. the only reason is because you're dead. So to ask you two things. One, are you open to new people? And do you show your emotions a lot? Which you said Ukrainian people don't do. That's one. And the second, which I'm very curious about, why were you more attracted to formal theater rather than to 
improvisation, for example, theater, and more of the modern ones. Just curious about this point. Um, I think that I'm a very open mind and uh, sometimes I have problem with <laughs> my emotions because um, if I think uh, that, I will say uh, to you that. If uh, I don't understand you, I will say I don't understand you. But uh, yeah, I have problem with this. And my mom uh, sometimes uh, say to me, Yana, please, uh, maybe um, you can um, like uh, take, uh, take your emotions and uh, not be open for all people in your life because not all people always uh, very kindly for you. So um, I'm really open mind and uh, it's my uh, maybe problem and or maybe it's One second, my... this is beautiful yeah. and I know we're gonna speak about improv theater, but this is really good because in psychology, there is something called reality creation. And in it, if you think about game theory, and I don't know whether you watched the movie uh, Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe, but he began it there. And in it, there is this strategy, not in the movie, but in the <laughs> reality creation and game theory, that if you don't trust people, there is a self-fulfilling prophecy where if you're not open to people, more, a lot of people will not be open to you. But if you are open, yes, some people will be not good people, but like 80% will be nice people who will also open and be good with you because you trust and you are open. So I disagree with your mom and I agree with you. And I'm just explaining now a bit about the psychology. So please continue if you want to add anything more and speak about your opinion on improv theater uh, compared to your own theater, and why did you choose the more formal theater? Mm, okay, I will start talk about uh, the second part of question, and uh, I'm choose. Um, I don't think that you think I choose a formal theater, but uh, I feel that uh, I'm understanding a modern theater, and uh, I do a modern theater. But I use uh, maybe um, some of uh, part of power of uh, formal theater. But uh, I think I really do a modern theater with my actors uh, and uh, with my mind uh, when I choose a play. I can uh, choose a classic drama, but... Uh, always I think about this like a modern play you know this is wonderful you know, yeah. and I'm trying to understand who you are and you seem so interesting and unique so let me ask one thing if you could I know you love all but if you could choose one thing and I have a guess what will be the answer but let me verify if you could for the rest of your life only do one thing one be, be a director, two, be a model, three, be an actress, or four, be a traveler who travels from place to place, maybe all over Japan and Korea, etc. Which one would be your one most favorite thing? And then I will ask about that. 
only theater director. It's it's only this because um, I uh, in my life like uh, theater director. You know, yeah. When I speak with. Um, my best friends they sometimes don't understand me because I say, okay, uh, can you do this? Or when I speak in my family, uh, I always need to uh, understand uh, what um, do in my family every um, like um, every uh, oh, men in my life in my family what they do I need to understand if you mom you need to do this if you dad you need to do this so I feel like a theater director I, I understand this so uh, only <laughs> this wonderful and I have to ask more about that but it reminds me of an anecdote I was speaking to a theater director from Florida some years ago. And he said this is his technique to stop procrastination. He said he thinks when he decides about what to do, he is the director. Then when he is doing it, he is the actor and he has no choice but to do it. And therefore, there is no procrastination because it's like he is the director of, of his own character and therefore he decides what will happen and therefore there is no procrastination, only productivity. I don't know if you understood what I mean with yeah. that, but I thought it's absolutely brilliant way to think. And, yes. okay, let's explore now theater directing, really. I want to know, when was that first moment that you have discovered theater directing and then you thought, wow, this is something really interesting for me. Uh, when uh, I was 10 years in my life, I have uh, 10 years old, and I read uh, books uh, of Ray Bradbury, you know, uh, Ray Bradbury. And uh, I think um, that's all. Oh, I want to be a director of uh, movie. I want to... Uh, b make a movie about uh, this it was uh, wonderful sweet yellow costumes and uh, it was first time then I understand that uh, I want to be a director but not theater next step was uh, when I understand that in my city uh, I can not be a director of movie because in Ukrainian, it's not, uh, it was, of course, 10 years ago. In Ukrainian, it wasn't uh, a very, um, like, open independence, uh, because always our, our movie was with uh, Russian uh, production. So I understand that I need to be uh, an actress, and after this, I can be a director. And I uh, go to theater studio like actress. And uh, it was time when I understand that, oh no, it's uh, good for me, but uh, I can be a theater director, not a movie, but a theater. And it was uh, like in 16 years old when I was. So, um, yeah. Wonderful. But then why didn't you return 
to the cinema or did you discover something about theater that made you continue and prefer? Because like you said, at first you wanted to make a movie, but then because it was not possible, you became uh, like you turned into theater. So now what is keeping you in theater instead of trying to go for movies? Um, maybe because um, I don't understand how um, in a ten, 10 years old, I don't understand how theater work. Uh, and um, when uh, I go to a theater, uh, when I watch a place, uh, I understood that um, it's more, it's more um, easy for me maybe because I understand how I need to do this. I understand all principles of this. So when I think now about cinema, I don't understand nothing about this, really. I don't understand how I need to work with actors because sometimes uh, they don't have time for uh, a lot of rehearsals, uh, like in theater. In theater, but maybe, uh, maybe it's not like I think. But for me uh, now, this like this. So um, and uh, on theater, on this stage, you're more um, near your um, people uh, which see your play. So uh, it's more interesting for act actors, for director. I think it's more interesting when you can hear uh, really emotions now, uh, when uh, you understand uh, people now. And uh, in last uh, minutes of uh, play, you understand that actors don't wanna go from stage. So um, I love that you're emotions. speaking about flow That's and all that. But I have this reminds me a lot of. One of my favorite books, it's by Keith Johnstone, who invented improv theater, and it's called Impro, Improvisation and the Theater. And it was published, I think, 1979 or even earlier. But in it, one of the chapters, he speaks about something in the theater that some actors seem to control the space, that they can make the space feel small or open, that they can fill people with emotions or empty them, that they can make them afraid or happy or or like feel, stop their breath. And it's something that is not possible in the cinema. So I have to ask, is this a phenomenon that you notice and you encourage and you like very much? That's one thing. And um, the second is I want to ask about about something else. Many actors, um, I think the, the one who played Joker, who is uh, jo Joaquim Phoenix, he is really, really shy in real life. But when he's acting, he can be extroverted, he can be super confident, he can be uh, funny, all kinds of things. So to ask you about that, do you have a personality in life that is a bit different or very different from most of the characters that you used to play and the characters that you like to use when directing or is that something not relevant for you um, so um really uh first your thing uh, it's really true for me uh, it's uh, about feel emotions 
and really um, it's just a b the best uh, what you can uh, feel in theater emotions so yeah and uh, about some personality I think uh, it's not for about uh, a lot of actors. I think it's just about a part of actors. So uh, some people can be shy, some people not uh, and very open on stage and in real life. Uh, but I think uh, if uh, actor is a very, very professional and uh, very um, like um, you know, talented, very um, like a genius, so uh, very smart. In uh, him life, he always um, not speak a lot or uh, to feel a lot of emotions. He always see uh, on, uh, on other people and um, take uh, their emotions for his memory and next uh, he uh, give it from stage for people. So uh, maybe it's better when actor is uh, shine in uh, him real life. I think it's more better for him because on the stage he can do the best result. So, yeah. Wonderful. So you mean virtuoso actors, it's better if they're shy and that they observe people and use the emotions that they observe from people in their acting. So I have to ask you now two things. When you walk around, whether Maidan or... Uh, Krishatik, or I don't know where you'll be walking, Padil, do you always observe people and notice all the small things that they do and capture the emotions, always looking for inspiration and things to use when directing? Is this something that applies to you as well or mostly to actors? That's one. The second, Jessie J, who is a singer from the UK, uh, she had in one interview said that the older you become with the years, the better artist you become. And she didn't speak about because you observe more, but she said it's because you will have more painful moments, more happy moments, more memories that you can use for the emotions when doing your art. So according to her, it's the best way to be a great artist is to personally experience, have many experiences that give you the emotions that you can use as memories when you're acting or singing, etc. So it's very honest and vulnerable and true. So what is your comment on this? One is whether you walk around always observing people, and that is something that you look around, maybe you even since you said about your family, maybe you look around and think, oh, that is the role or the character of X. And you look at another person and think, oh, that is another character that is from another story. It's this person is this. And you walk around observing, that's one. And the second, what do you say to Jesse J? Since you said it's better to be inspired from other people's emotions, who said, actually, no, it's the longer you live, and the more difficult and happy moments you have, 
the more you can use those memories to be great. Uh, when I walk uh, on the streets, uh, I always see on the face people and um, I always uh, write, if I need this, about these people, some situations or some characteristics. So now I'm writing a play about a real situation which I saw. Uh, with uh, very interesting people. So I think it's not only about actors, it's uh, maybe firstly about theater director too. And uh, it's always, always, I can uh, take my phone and uh, make photo of these people really. Uh, and I'm not a shine in this moment uh, because I understand that I have a big idea. I need to do this now. And uh, about a second question, um, Really, I don't think uh, that um, it's really a good uh, thing uh, for all uh, theater people. I think it can be, but uh, for me, uh, experience, uh, you, ha you can uh, have a big experience uh, in, uh, I don't know, in 18 years old too. Because uh, I remember a time that uh, I was actress in theater and we made a play about children which don't have a family and uh, they don't understand their life, uh, they uh, did not see their mom never and uh, in that time I really understand understood that uh, your experience um, can be uh, a big in 10 years old. When you're a small uh, child and uh, you don't have your mom and uh, in your eyes, uh, really uh, all people can see a big experience of life. And see, I think uh, sometimes it's more uh, biggest than uh, experience in the eyes of people 40 years old, 16 years old. So um, I don't know, maybe sometimes, yes, if I live more, I live, uh, I understand more in my life. I have a lot of experience in my life and I can do uh, the best my uh, acting. But sometimes I saw ac uh, actors that have a big, uh, a lot of experience in their life, but their professionalism is not a good. So I don't think it's definitions. Maybe um, it just can be. Thank you. And you said you walk around in Kiev and you look at people's faces. Well, there have been many guests who say Ukrainian people walk without showing any emotions on their faces. So since you pay attention so much, is this something that is true or it just seems to be that way? That's one. Second, some of the uh, Ukrainian girls who I interviewed said that they have a very serious face 
even when they're happy or anything, and when they travel abroad, the foreigners will say, wow, why is she so angry, but she's happy? It's just her face is very strict like that. So is that something that you have too? That's one. The second, you said that you're writing a story. And before, when you were 10 years old, you wished to make a movie about a story someone else wrote. And I know uh, that's a great book, actually, but to make sure, do you prefer to write your own stories and then direct them? Or are you okay? And is it the same to direct the story someone else wrote? And why is one of them better for you? First, about face, uh, about a stronger face of Ukrainian girl. Mm, I think that sometimes... Um, Yes, me too. <laughs> have this face, and uh, some people uh, said me that Yana, first time I think that you are very strong girl, and uh, you really uh, I don't understand how I can speak with you, but uh, it just um, not a feels uh, in uh, my heart. I think it just I think. Uh, when I walk, I think about uh, life, I don't know, maybe in this day I have uh, some problems and I think about this, but it's not, uh, it's not about feels in heart, no. I don't <laughs> remember, sorry, all these questions. Can you repeat, please? Of course, you said that you're writing your own story, so I'm asking whether you like more when you direct a story that you write or is it the same or better or less good if you do a story that someone else wrote that you will direct? Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, better for me when I uh, take uh, from another people's story and uh, just uh, do direction about the story. It's better for me because I don't uh, like to write more and uh, sometimes I don't understand how I can do this, but uh, now I, uh, I'm writing my first play. So I don't understand about future. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I will be uh, dramatic too. So, um, but now for me better take from another people. Wonderful. Someone. And there is a documentary called Inside Pixar and they speak to some writers and things like that. I think you will enjoy and find it very interesting to watch it online it's inside pixar and thank you to, to speak more because this is so interesting you as an actress before as a model as well and a director and you look at people and you pay attention to the faces now i'm wondering are you more of a visual person and to you everything is visual or are you more of what will be typical for actors, someone who is more about the body and the movement and the sensations in your body and not so much about the visuals? I think I'm more about visual and uh, really it's part of me and uh, 
I think it's uh, sometimes better for all people uh, to understand why you need to um, think about visual and why you need to be more visual. So I'm really a visual girl, really. Great. So then let me ask you, do you do also something like photography or painting or some other visual art that develops your visual side in addition, uh, in addition to directing? Yes. Uh, was time when uh, I did uh, a lot of uh, photos for my friend. Um, from my friends and uh, always, you know, when you uh, open Instagram or Facebook, you can see my photos uh, from my friends. So, uh, and now uh, I uh, do a lot of photos of nature. So uh, I can uh, do, I, I can make video of nature, not people, but uh, some pretty, beautiful, uh, I don't know, weather or uh, moments, um, like um, some colors um, in sky, maybe. So This is very cool. So which kind of pictures do you find that you enjoy and like the most when it comes to photography that you do, or maybe work from good photographers that you appreciate? I like a lot of photographers, but um, really, uh, I cannot say you, to your names uh, of these people now because I'm not ready for this. Because I'm always just look at uh, their photos, but not remember their names. But uh, I think you know maybe uh, one of the best photographers um, in uh, the world. Uh, it's um, McCartney. Paul McCartney. It's not Paul McCartney from... <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. And my question is not about people. It's like, yeah. what kind of pictures do you love the most? Is it so, like, I what kind that, of picture? Uh, I mean that what? I like uh, pictures from him. He make, uh, made a documentary uh, pictures. So uh, from uh, him uh, trip on the world and uh, I think uh, I really like uh, pictures about people, like a portrait, uh, natural skin, you know, natural, uh, natural uh, clothes. Okay, okay, then let's ask since you were involved in modeling and this is a topic that many people speak about and I would like your opinion. It seems because of Photoshop and everything, there is a somewhat of an impossible standard for beauty for women, where most women look at the pictures who are not even real, even those models don't look that way. And I remember there was a model from New York and she had really long legs in the photo. And then when she was asked in a documentary, she said, I wish my legs were that long, it's Photoshop. <laughs> so to ask you about this, what do you believe since you said you like pictures of people in simple clothing and without makeup and then there is that really plastic exaggerated standards of beauty do you, what do you think about this how do you think it affects women and people in general and do you see it more maybe it's art and not supposed to be real 
or maybe you wish that there were more, more honest, simple, realistic photos? Um, I don't like them. I saw not natural pic pictures. Uh, I don't like the when I saw uh, a model um, with a very um, a big of makeups, and uh, I uh, really understand that uh, it's like a problem in our world because um, all people uh, wanna be another than uh, they uh, grow up, you know, then um, they. Yes, uh, is now. So I don't understand this really. I don't like this. And um, it's more better than um, you use makeup for just a little bit for um, make better your um, color of skin maybe. Yes, when uh, you understand that uh, you have some problems and you can uh, use makeup and it will be good. So um, in real life or it's on the photo shoot and uh, it's more uh, power in real life when I can see girl without makeup. I understand, oh, it's really a power girl and he uh, know what uh, she, uh, she want in uh, her life. So when I saw uh, some photos, um, I don't understand photographers, really. Maybe um, it's look like uh, arts, and uh, they need to be uh, artists, you know, so. You said when you see a girl without makeup, you think it's a powerful girl who knows what she wants. Well, are you a girl who can be described as a powerful girl who knows what she wants? Yes, yes. And is this something that is common in your friends and in Ukraine? Or do you find that a girl like you is not the normal Ukrainian girl? I think it's normal for Ukrainian girl. Um, every morning uh, I saw a lot of uh, women, uh, they don't have a makeup. Uh, in theater, I work uh, with uh, actresses. They don't use makeup every day. I think it's normal for Ukrainian girls because uh, we are all uh, we are very pretty, you know, and uh, we don't need to a lot of makeups. Great. So you said Ukrainian girls are very pretty. Then I will ask you, for example, when you went to Milano, and I don't speak about the models, but the normal Italian girls, or to Tokyo, the normal Japanese girls, do you think that in Ukraine, girls are mostly more pretty than those places? Or what do you think? <laughs> no, it's... Um... How it's uh, to hear when I saw uh, when I uh, say this? Uh, I don't know. All people in the world are the best people and uh, are very pretty people. But um, when I was in Tokyo, 
they use always one word, kawaii. It means uh, a very pretty, very nice uh, kawaii. And uh, if uh, they drink a coffee, they say uh, to you kawaii. Or uh, if they uh, saw a pretty girl. And uh, one time I walked on the street and I saw um, in front of me a group of children and uh, they stopped. Uh, and uh, look at me and uh, said uh, to me, Kawaii, on the street, all people look at me. And uh, it was the first time then I just I don't understand what I need to do. I need to smile or I need to run from this street. I think uh, maybe uh, Ukrainian girls for um, people from another countries look uh, like um, more pretty. But uh, for me, uh, when uh, I was in Asia, I think that all oh, Asian girls are more pretty than in Ukrainian. Uh, so I just think um, it's because we're different and always people more like different. So um, in Ukrainian, always you see on the street uh, different girls. You never um, see uh, or on this face and uh, for another one, you never think, oh, it's the same. Uh, always you understand this is uh, one girl, it's uh, another girl. Maybe just because we have this different in our face, some people think that we are more pretty than others girls from other country. countries, I, I don't know. I understand. So you're saying that girls in Ukraine have a lot of mixes and are exotic from different backgrounds and therefore they will have uniqueness that makes them stand out and be different in other places. And because they're exotic, people see it as kawaii, as you said. And yes. now let's speak a about Ukraine and we've been speaking for a while so we're almost end soon and I'm really curious about your own perspective if you were to describe Ukraine to foreigners who don't know uh, how would you describe the people of Ukraine and the culture and what you like and thoughts about Ukraine and life in Ukraine I like I like in Ukraine um the simple life, I think, because our people are very democracy and uh, a very free people. We uh, really can uh, say our mind about uh, our life in Ukraine, about our government. Uh, so um, I think Ukrainian people are very smart. And um, I understand that uh, if uh, Ukrainian people will have a big chance to um, take uh, 
heart of uh, all world. I think that uh, all world uh, really be happy to uh, be uh, near Ukrainian people because we are smart, we are democracy, we are free. Uh, sometimes I think we are intelligent people and uh, but we um, now are very young people. And uh, it's just one problem uh, of our country. We are very young and uh, because, but we have uh, all the history really, but um, our freedom, our democracy are very young now. And um, maybe we can um, take all opportunities in our life. So um, it's like a difference between uh, a smart people, but you cannot um, take all opportunities. You cannot um, to do all what you want. But uh, in the same time, you can do really a lot of you want. Thank you so much. Yana, and if people want to communicate with you or follow your career or learn more about your work, what are the best links or places to follow you and to discover more? Um, they uh, can see me on Instagram or on the Facebook. Uh, my name of uh, Yana Ushpik. So just write this and you can see me on all platforms. I will write it in the description. And thank you so much for the time. And this interview was wonderful. Thank you for your time too, really. I'm glad to hear you now, really.